Okay, so let's uh, continue, continue in our finding a way to begin the Kutaran. Like I said, it's very, very difficult. Stam, the limit of, of the Kutaran is very, very difficult. <clears throat> and also, like, uh, you know, for me, it's very difficult. It's hard to, it's hard to find the Pesach, so we'll do the best we can. Anyway, so what we, what we, what we, what we spoke about until now, the past couple of weeks, we, we learned the first paragraph. And we saw what the, you know, what, what the objective, at least uh, to a certain degree, what the objective of Rabbi Nachman is in the first piece. And <coughs> Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman, first piece, he's trying to give us an etzah, how a person is zaycha to have his tefillahs answered. <coughs> how his tefillahs answered. Now we explained again, I'm not going to chazer everything, but just, uh, just to get back into it, what we saw was that Rabbi Nachman, behind the scenes of what he's trying to do in this first piece, is also to establish tefillah as as an avayda chashuva by itself, and not being a secondary thing. <clears throat> and we explained that there's a number of ways how we see that. I mean, first of all, the fact that, again, we didn't, we didn't learn it together inside, but he, Rabbi Nachman, the first paragraph at least, uh, is foreshadowing this. Rabbi Nachman says that part of this Torah, we're going to see how, how, how learning, learning Torah itself, is really to aid in the avayda of tefillah. So that already is uh, changing the dynamic. Usually we think of, of Torah as the Iker, and Tefillah is to be zaycheh to learn. You daven that you should be zaycheh to learn, you know, or, or that you should daven to take care of your, your, uh, your, your, your needs in order to allow yourself to learn. But the Iker is learning, and Tefillah is secondary. But in this piece, Rabbi Nachman is flipping it on its head. No, 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 Tefillah is the Iker, and Torah is there to facilitate your davening. And so <clears throat> that you already see such an Indian of Tefillah being a primary Zach. Another aspect that we see as well is, I don't know if I mentioned this, but the, the very model that Rabbi Nachman is going with in, the first, in this first piece, which he already, again he mentioned in the first paragraph, which is what, so Rabbi Nachman said, how does a person get his davening answered? So Rabbi Nachman said the basic premise is as follows. In order for your davening to be answered, you have to have chen. You have to have chen. When a person has chen, anything they ask for is uh, already the person that you're asking you're making the request of, wants to give it to you because you're, you have chen, right? So Rabbi Nachman said, so that's the key, to be zaycheh to chen. And where, so what happened to our chen? Yidin, yidin are naturally bachen, right? <coughs> so Rabbi Nachman said, our chen is in golos. Our chen is in golos by the Umasailam, and we have to recapture, we have to redeem our chen. And when we redeem our chen, we'll be able to daven. Now, in other words, Rabbi Nachman in this piece is telling us is that usually we think of it in the following way. Usually we think of, we daven in order that we should be zaycha to geula. Right? And then once you have geula, you don't have to daven for it anymore. Rabbi Nachman, this piece is telling us, fakert, that we have to bring a geula, and once there's a geula, you can daven. Weiter, davening is being placed on a pin, on a, on a, on a, on a, you know, on, 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 the, on a, on a, on a thing by itself, not as a hechatimsa, not as a means towards an end. If you want to go a little bit deeper, and we'll see, we'll see this soon throughout the piece. Again, it's not obvious, but it's behind the scenes of it, that to a certain degree, Rabbi Nachman in this, in this piece is, it's a geulatika piece. It's talking about how one has to redeem chen. You have to redeem chen from golas in order to then daven. So in that model, this entire Taira is going to be the following thing. So you first have to redeem Chayn, you have to rescue Chayn from the Umasailam, you have to bring redemption to Chayn, which is, we're going to see soon what that, what that means. And then once you have Chayn, oh, now you can daven. That's a model of Mashiach ben Yosef and Mashiach ben David. Mashiach ben Yosef is the Indian of going to the Umasailam and recapturing, you know, and rescuing all the sparks and all the lost 
you know, all, all, all Jewish things which are by the Masailam, Yasef Tzadik, Mashiach ben Yosef goes to get, to get them. That's why, again, in a number of parishes for now, we'll get to the stories of Yasef Tzadik. The whole lineage of Yasef Tzadik and Chumash well, is very much connected to this first piece of Lukut Maran, but a major Indian is that Yasef Tzadik goes and gathers all the wealth of Mitzrayim into one place. You know, uh, so on the, on the surface, it's, it looks like he's just, you know, it's Egyptian money. And it's Egyptian produce, and he's just uh, in charge or gathering it together, or even maybe even uh, not just gathering it together. He's taking it to his uh, his, his possession. The end of Parshas Vigash, one of the strangest, not not the uh, yeah, the end of Parshas Vigash. So one of the strangest like things in Pesach. It's like after the whole mice, the whole emotional roller coaster with Yosef and the brothers, and they're finally reunited in such a beautiful scene. That's where it should end, but it doesn't. It ends with like like this handling between Yosef and the Egyptians, that the Egyptians come to Yosef and they say, you know, uh, you know we don't have any money left to buy, uh, you know, we, we, need, we need produce, we need the grain, because it's during the years of famine, so he says, they have to buy it, so give me your money, and they spend all their money on that, and they have no money left, so give me your real estate, give me your property, and then eventually he buys them as slaves. It's the whole, the answer is Yosef Tzadik is not just that, Yosef Tzadik is, is, is getting all the Nitzutze Kedusha, he's getting ready for Yitzis Mitzrayim, that all the sparks of Kedusha will be elevated and taken out of Egypt. Yosef Tzadik is the Indian of recapturing Archein, of recapturing whatever was lost in Golis to get it back into us. When Yosef Tzadik, right, everyone, the Chazal make this point, that all the Jewish people by Yamsuf are taking all their wealth, and yet Moshe Rabbeinu is Isaac in taking the bones of Yosef. So usually when you read that Chazal, it's to contrast the greatness of Moshe with the smallness of the Jewish people. They're being Isaac in money, and, Yosef, and Moshe Rabbeinu is being Isaac in the mitzvah of, uh, of, being, you know, of taking care of Yosef Tzadik and preparing him for burial. In Pneumius, those are not, that's, not a, that's not like saying Chaz Shalom as if they're not on the same page. It's the same minion. Moshe Rabbeinu is just the root of whatever the Jewish people are, are doing. So the Jewish people are taking the wealth of Mitzrayim. What does it mean, the wealth of Mitzrayim? The wealth of Mitzrayim means to take the sparks of Kedusha, the things that were Betzim Jewish in Mitzrayim, they were lost and they were taking them out. That's the Indian of Yosef Atzadik, that's Mashiach ben Yosef, and Moshe is being Isaac in that Indian, just in a more spiritual plane, by being metapa, by being involved in the bones of Yosef Atzadik. So Yosef Atzadik means recapturing Archein. That's why we'll see soon in the piece that he makes a point of this, that Yosef Atzadik gives a bracha to Benyamin, that he gives a bracha of Chein, to Binyamin. Yosef Tzadik, wherever Yosef Tzadik goes, even in the, the lowest of places, and to people that should hate him, somehow people like Yosef Tzadik. So Yosef Tzadik is in Archein, and he recaptures Archein. So the meaning of, of, of recapturing Archein is Mashiach Ben Yosef. And then once you go through Mashiach Ben Yosef, now you, you have Chein, now you can actually daven. And davening is the world of Mashiach Ben David. And so this is what's going on again. Rabbi Nachman, again, just to... Is, is, is creating this model where you have this inyan of tefillah and malchus based David being the tachlis, being the goal, and everything is leading towards that. And now, again, just to, I guess, chaz or whatever, just to, to weave it in. So what is the going, what is the model that Rabbi Nachman is using in order to describe and to, and to, uh, and to give us uh, the avoida of what it looks like to recapture Achim? So again, without Today, we're going to start the, the actual piece. But I, I mentioned this last time, is that the, 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 the general model and approach that Rebbe is using is based on maybe the most fundamental Torah of the Baal Shem Tev, which is the Indian of Isis, the Indian of letters, and the inherent Kedusha that, is, that exists in the Aleph base. And that's the model that Rebbe is going to use, that to recapture Archein, you have to 
re, you have to develop it, you have to recapture it letter by letter. You have to recapture the letter Ches, you have to recapture the letter Nun, and now you have Chen. And once you have Chen, you created in your life those letters of Ches and Nun, oh, that's Mashiach ben Yosef, and then you could go Davin, that's the Tachlas, that's Mashiach ben David. <clears throat> so this Indian, like this is what I mentioned, that's what I spoke about really primarily last week, is that this Indian of Rabbi Nachman using, Rabbi Nachman, again, it's called Tarkur, Rabbi Nachman could have used any sort of way, you know, to give us a window into this avoida of recapturing Chayim. Rabbi Nachman chooses Davka to use this model of what? Of Oisius. Of the letters, and so I, I, I explained last time that this is very much connected with the general theme of the of the entire piece, which is trying to place Mashiach ben David and Davening on a pedestal that that it's its own tachlis. Instead of thinking of tefillah as just chayisha, things that are temporary, things that are fundamentally secondary, and only happen to be, but b'mikra, like coincidental, but they're not be'etzem, they're not fundamentally important. They're just secondary in Yanim. That's usually how we think of tefillah. Rabbi Nachman say, no, 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 no. What you think is secondary is mamish, is mamish the thing by itself. And so I explained last week is that this Indian of letters, which is speech, is also something that we, can, that we think of as secondary. In other words, why do you ever have to say anything? The very idea of letters is what? Is because I need to communicate myself to this guy. Why? Because I need something done, but he doesn't know what I'm thinking. So I need to communicate myself. If this guy, and if what I, if what I wanted was, was taken care of already, I wouldn't need to talk. Because the whole Indian of talking is what? Is in order to get my, to get my stuff, uh, you know, to get what I want done, right? And so that's the second. And if, but if it, was hap- if it was taken care of already, I wouldn't need to talk. I mean, so the whole Indian of speech seems to be a secondary thing. So one of the ikritars of the Baal Shantaf is, no, 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 that Isis, letters themselves, have an inherent divinity to them. Like the, that's why I mentioned last week that the letter from the Baal, from the, from the Baal Shantav, that the Mashiach told the Baal Shem, that one of the Iker keys of bringing Mashiach, Barachimim, is in such a way that to realize that every letter, every word that a person says, not, as only, not only is a, is a word, but in that word is a piece of your own soul. Right? When you say words, you should mean it. You should put your kaychas into it. And, 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 and a part of your soul is God himself. So that means that every single letter, Mamish has elokos within it. So what was until now seen as a secondary zach, and more than a secondary zach, a physical thing, a very, very chay shod, the ke'inyan, Adra by the Baal Shem Tev, has its own inherent light. It has its own inherent light. And there's a, there's a key to Teres of Baal Shem Tev. <clears throat> That's why, you know, to, that's why it's ironic, you know, the, the Pasuk says when Adam was created, so Adam, the, the Rabbanu Shalom says he's going to create a human being, uh, chaya, a, living, a living soul, a living being, right? Nefesh chaya. So everyone knows, right? That the Targum Unklis, how does Targum Unklis translate Nefesh chaya, a living person? What's the definition of Adam? The Ruach B'malala, a creature that's able to communicate. That's a pella, to communicate. Communicating is secondary. The only reason why, you, like I said, the only reason why you have to communicate is what? is in order to get what you want done. But if it was done already, you wouldn't have to communicate. The whole of communication is the secondary zah. And who's Adam communicating with? <laughs> if you're on a desert, literally, the only human being to, uh, on the planet, so who are you talking to? So who are you talking to? What do you need to talk for? But you see this Indian, that already from the very beginning, that, that communication, Oisius, is not considered to be a secondary zah. It's Mamash HaChash of a thing. It's the light of Dovr HaMelech himself. It's the light of, of Dovr HaMelech. That's why there's a, in, in Keser Shem Taif, in Keser Shem Tov, the, the Baal Shem Tov, it's brought down for the Baal Shem, that, oh, you know, I, let me show it to you. I'll show it to you inside. I 
so I just, I, you know, I, I had the Sefer over here for what I spoke about Shabbos morning, but uh, I just randomly opened it and it came to that page here. Um, yeah, where is it? Yeah, so it's, a, it, it's from Toltes Yaakov Yosef, Parshas V'Yetzeh. So it says like this. So this is this is this this is coming from this idea. This again, this is a teaching. The Toldos Yaakov Yosef is quoting from the Baal Shem. That the Baal Shem said that when a person is learning or davening, you're you're, you're saying words. A person's mind, when you're saying the words of Torah and Tefillah, your mind should be attached to the infinite with with uh, desire and and cheshek and so on. With, to the infinite, one third, but to, to Elikos, Shabbatoycha Aisyas. That's within the letters. There's a big insight by the Baal Shem. Like I said, the first, Taldas Yaakov Yosef, Degelmach, the Farm Ramash, full of this. So, Mamsh, to connect to the Ain't Sight that's within the letters, Shuklal Gadal Batayro Tfila, Lafimasha Kivalti Mimayri. And there's a big insight that, uh, that the Taldas Yaakov Yosef says, I received from my master, that's a big insight. Vagam, and this, this is why I'm, why I'm quoting this. Vagam is Sugalzeh, Kishiasa Kanal, and this also carries a school that if you do this, to, to appreciate the, the, the divinity, the light that's contained in the letters themselves. Forget the machshavas that you have, not using the letters as a heichad. The letters themselves, the letters themselves. Gama sukalzek, kishiasa kanal, it's also big skula, levat al-hadinim, to levat al-dinim. If there's dinim, judgments and uh, not good things hanging over a person or, or the world, bechlal, chas v'shom. So this is a skula to be levat al-dos dinim, kashishimat al-yimenu, as I heard from, uh, from the Baal Shem Tev. So again, he goes on other marmakamis about this idea that in other places he says the same thing that uh, it's an inner thing mivatal dinam. What's the, why why, why mivatal dinam? The answer is that letters by themselves, again, letters by themselves are by their very nature constrictive, right? It means you have an, if it's hard to we can't even have we can't imagine a thought without words, right? Because whenever you think of something, right, it's automatically with letters and words, right? You know, not you know, isisamachshava they're called. But, the, the, but why do you need, look, what's the purpose of letters? The purpose of letters is, is because a, a thought, an idea, it's, it's, it's big. It's, it's, it's not, uh, you have to capture it. You have to be able to con- constrict it in order to even process it yourself. And then Allah has come kama to give it over to someone else. There is such a thing that a person, there's, it, it, sometimes it, it's a big, in Sifri Chabad Hasidus, they talk about this a lot. It's one of the harder parts of Chabad Hasidus when they get very, very analytical and, um, and uh, descriptive of like what's going on inside your own head, you know? But, but, it, but there is such a thing that a person can experience a little bit a pure thought without letters. It's very hard to even describe. You can't be, you really, you can't describe it almost. But, um, but there is such an idea. But the point is that letters, by their very nature, their objective is to constrict, which means that taking that to, another, to a deeper level, it means the root of Isis is constriction, is din, keeping things small. I mean, you know, bracha means uh, abundance, a lot of uh, parnasa. What a person is experiencing, chas v'shalom, a constricted parnasa, means 
there's an overabundance of letters in that person's, uh, in that person's life, you know? It doesn't mean he's talking too much, but it means like in Shemayim, there's, all, there's too many letters, you know? There's too many letters. So, you know, so the Valshantav is teaching that what? But by having this kavana of what? That letters themselves are saturated with light. Letters have elukus within them, and there's ain't cipher in the letters. That's mamtik dinim. Mm. It's mamtik dinim. By the way, this okay is. Uh, I, I wanted to start. I wanted to start today. We'll see. But the, you know, it's what's an amazing thing is that one of the most ironic, uh, one of the most ironic things is that you know in Nefesh Achayim, Baruchayim Velozhner, there's a whole section about tefillah. Right? There's a section about that uh, first shower is really just about like what a person is. And like just the Iker Indian of Avodah Hashem, what we're here to do. That's the first shara. Then there's the shara about davening. And then there's the shara about learning. That's basically Nefesh uh, So So the shara about tefillah is a very, very interesting thing. The whole shara of tefillah really revolves around one side, which is Rechaim Velozhener reveals to us that the Iker way of davening is to makasha yourself to the letters of davening. That's the Iker... That's the Icarian of davening. He says that it's kavanas you could have, and you could use the words of tefillah as a way of like a stepping stone to think your own ideas. But he's, but the Icar Indian of davening is to be mavatli yourself and makasha yourself to the letters of davening. And he gives the practical kavanas that you should mamish imagine that when you that when you say a tefillah, you say the shmones or whatever it is, you mamish imagine that the oisius of bar, you know, bar, beis reish vav chaf, you know, they're mamish exiting your mouth and taking a part of your neshama with them to go to the highest place. Like mamish, the whole lining is devekis and oisius. Now, it's ironic, you know, that's, that's man, the Baal Shem, that's the same thing, that's all the Iker Torah of the Baal Shem, the fundamental Torah is this, is this Indian, is that Oisius have iris to them, is that the, the, the Elokus that's within the letters, and Taka the Nefesh Chaim says that's the Iker way of davening as well. So you see already this Indian is, uh, you know, it's a Mashiach, it's a Mashiach ben David, a concept which brings together all camps, right? In Golas, there's a division between the Gro and the Baal Shem, differences. But Lamaisa, from the Bechina of Mashiach, which is rooted in this, in this revelation, that letters have an inherent Kedusha, you see both the Vilna Goyen, Ruchai Velozhner, that's the Ikra Avoid of Davening, and the Baal Shem Tev as well, as the Ikra Avoid of Davening is in such a way as we're seeing. So this is, again, this is where Rebbe Nachman is coming from, to be Machshiv, that which we take secondary, that which is Chayisha, Mamish to be Machshivit. Okay, so I guess... Um, I guess let's, let's try to begin. Let's try to begin. All right, so for five minutes, whatever, we'll, we'll, we'll do the best we can. Okay. So now, so now we're in the second paragraph, and Nachman is uh, now going to introduce us to the Avoida of, again, recapturing the Chayn, letter by letter. Okay, so first the letter for Chayn is the letter Ches. So the first piece is, uh, first, uh, so he's going to first tell us what the letter Ches means. Kisha <clears throat> Yisraeli, again, for, we'll, we'll just read it. We'll read uh, maybe the first couple paragraphs and, and we'll, maybe we'll begin to unpackage it uh, today and Bez Hashem will continue next time. Kiesha Yisraeli, as he says, a yid, tzarech tamal estakel ba'seichel shakol davar. Again, we'll just get the words. Kiesha Yisraeli, tzarech l'estakel ba'seichel shakol davar. What's the letter ches we'll see? So the letter ches is built on this, on this foundational yisait. That a yid always has to, has to be focused to, and gazing upon the seichel of everything. And always really be living in a way that you're really focused on the chachma, on the intellect, and on the seichel that's contained within all things. Again, we'll have to see what this means. When a person is connected to the chachma, to the intellect that's contained in all things, in all experiences, then, what, then that experience or that thing 
becomes a way of bringing you close to Hashem. Because this Indian, the Seichel of everything, the Chachma, the Seichel of everything, is it's a huge light, and it has the ability of illuminating a person's path. As the Pasuk says, that the wisdom of a person illuminates his path. So, this, so, so in other words, there is... There is, again, where Benachman is introducing us step by step, is that really contained in all things and in all experiences is a chachma, is a seichel, is, is some, is an elikos, is, is some experience of godliness. We'll see in a second. And, and, if a per, and the, the objective is to be conscious of that and to connect to that. And when a person is conscious and connected to the seichel, to the chachma, to the the, 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 the godliness that's behind the scenes of all things, then not only is that a beautiful zach by itself, it also illuminates the path. It gives a person clarity and it gives a person a way of connecting to Hashem through all things. Again, we'll, we'll, we'll develop it in a, in a moment. Let's just get through the piece. V'zebechin is Yaakov. So, Nachman, this inyan of connecting to the seichel, the chachma, the, the divine wisdom behind all things, this was Yaakov in inyan. Yaakov we know, at all Avaida to get to the birthright, to be the Bechar. What's the Indian of Yaakov and the Bechaira? Shehu The Indian of Bechar means the first, right? It's the firstborn. And the Indian of being first, Shubichinus Chachm, is connected with this idea of the wisdom of Hashem behind all things. How do I know that the beginning, that Rashis and Chachma are connected to each other? It says in Pasuk, Rashis Chachma. Rashis Chachma. So this Indian, again, this is how Rabbi Nachman is, is weaving it together. This Indian of Chachma, which you have to identify better what it is, but this Indian of Chachma that's behind all things, that if you connect to that, Chachmas Adam Tarapanev, you have a path in life, you have Dveikas Bashem, the Chachma behind all things, Chachma is connected to Rashis, to beginnings. The, evidently, the beginning of everything is its Chachma, right? In other words, there's Chachma behind. Again, these are just the words. That there's chachma behind all things of this world. And Rebbe Nachman is identifying for us that this chachma, which is behind everything of life, and all the experiences and all the things of life, is not just tamazach. It's the rashis of the Indian. It's the beginning. It's the root of what that Indian is, is its chachma. And so Yaakov Avinu, that's connecting himself to the birthright, which is in Evrasius, means that he's connecting himself to this Indian of, uh, of, getting the, of, of getting the chachma behind all things. This is why even the name Yaakov, which ironically comes from the word Ekev, which is the bottom, the heel, but, but in Pneumius, Esav reveals the truth of the name Yaakov, that the word that he says Yaakveni, that he tricked me twice. But Tarkamunkulis, and Tarkamunkulis says, what does Yaakveni mean? The Chakmeni. He outsmarted me, the Chakmeni. So it's interesting. The word Yaakov in Chitzainius, when he was first born, why is he called Yaakov? Because he's holding on to the heel of Esav. So in Chitzainius, Yaakov means the bottom. Mm-hmm. But in Pneumius, once Yaakov you know, goes through his life, what's become, what becomes revealed? Davka through Esav, is that what? The Yaakveni, that the name Yaakov means rashis, it means chokhmah, it means the beginning, not the end, the beginning. So even on the outside, it seems that Yaakov is at the end, fakert, he's mamish at the beginning. And this is all connected to the sun. Because again, once you connect to the chachma, which is the rashis of all experiences and the root of all experiences and all things, then now you have clarity and direction about how to navigate. When you're stuck, you know, everything in its origin place is much more clear and, and, and the directions are very obvious. It's once you... 
once you move out of that origin and you get stuck in the weeds, that's when things get overly complicated. But in the Reishas, the Chachma, the Reishas of all, of all things, which is where Yaakov Avinu wants to live, so it becomes very, very clear. And again, this is the irony of Yaakov Avinu, right? Yaakov Avinu is, you know, in Chitzainius, he's stuck at the bottom. And that's why Yaakov Avinu has to go through Lavan, and he's lying, and he's back and forth, manipulate, being manipulated, manipulating himself, seems very not straight. But this is the great irony of Yaakov Avinu, that he has to go through a life of Sibuchim, of complications like this, but still be connected to Reishas. Again, this is all the irony of it, that Yaakov Avinu, despite the fact that in Pneumius he's Reishas, he's the firstborn, he's connected to Chachma, which means straight and he doesn't have any hair and he's smooth, but he has to go through a life that seems the opposite of that. Because he's trying to recapture that. He's trying to capture it from the world of Esav and Lavan, thinking of, of Chachma. That's called the sun. Okay, the Zebachinas, that's the Pasuk. That the path of the Tzadikim is illuminated by light, and it, like, like Mamish in the in midday. Just a nice, smooth path. So this Indian, again, so Renachman just, again, these are just the words. Renachman said that behind, so yeah, everything that you experience and everything in life <coughs> has a rashis, has an origin point. And that origin point is called the Chachma Shabbai. It's called the, the Wisdom Shabbai, the Chachma Shabbai. And, you can, and there's a person in Tanakh that's connected to that, it's called Yaakov Avinu. And when a person connects to that, it's a Shemesh, it's like a sun, you have the, the clarity and truth, and it's, and it's very, very simple. The Living in such a life, trying to be a Yaakov Avinu, and trying to find that sun, right? And living in such a way that you're always conscious and be trying to be of that Chachm, of that racist Chachm behind all things, that's called the letter Ches. Why is this letter Ches? Lashem Chiyas. Because the word Ches, the word itself, the letter, the letter itself, Ches comes from Chiyas, which means life force. So Nachman says, Ki hu because besides this chachma being the origin of, 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 the, of the, the thing that you're experiencing, or the object, it's not just the origin, it's actually the life force of it. It's the life force of it. It says in Pasuk that chachma gives life. Chachma techayis bala. So this is, uh, this is the model. So, so Rebbe Nachman is introducing it. So, what's the, so you have this Indian that's called the Rashis, the chachma of something. And Mimela from there, not only is that, does that, that, is that point a point of clarity, but it's also a point of life force, mamish life force itself. <coughs> let's just, um, okay, maybe, maybe, okay, so fine, let's, let's stop over here for a second. Let's try to better identify what this, what, what is this, what is this Indian? Okay, so uh, for, for today, I'll explain it uh, maybe a little bit high, okay? And then, Hashem, we'll, we'll bring it down. We'll, we'll see in a second, even the next paragraph, Ibn Achim himself recognizes that this, this Indian, the letter Ches, is a, you need a nun to capture it. Those are going to see. You see a nun to, to give you the glove to hold on to the ches. The ches by itself. All right, so what's the thing of the ches? The the ches is like this. In, in, in um, the Sefer Tanya, so the end of Sefer Tanya, the back of Sefer Tanya, there's a, a kuntress, whatever, called Shari Yichav Emuna. Shari Yichav Emuna. So in Shari Yichav Emuna, one of the Iker foundational Yisaitis of all of Chassidus and Tarsus of Al-Shamtav, and it's specifically brought in Shari Yichav Amun, I should give you a uh, is that uh, we, Chazal, everyone, everyone knows is famous from Chazal, it's mentioned in a few places, Estakal Baraisa Baralma, right? The Rebunish looked into the world and created, it looked into the Torah and created the world, right? Everyone knows, what's the, how do you translate that? The Torah is the blueprint of the world, that's the... Uh, that's, that's superficial. A blueprint of the world is not a blueprint. Right? When, you, uh, when you have a building, 
a, bu- mm-hmm. a, a building was created because of the blueprint, but a building is not the blueprint. It's a, it's a, there's a blueprint, it's a paper. And then you have the paper, and then you go. Estaka Alma means that the very mitzias of reality is a materialization of Torah itself. That's what it is. It's a materialization of Torah itself. <clears throat> Which means that everything that we experience, everything that exists, we might experience it as an object, as a cup of water, as a conversation, whatever, whatever is in this building called uh, creation. But in Panimi is what it is in truth. It's racious. It's origin point, not just its origin point. It's, it's life force. It's what is really bringing it into existence is some piece of Torah that exists as, that, that Indian is Torah. Now let's go a little bit deeper. What is Torah? So everyone knows as well, the Ramban writes in his comment, his introduction to Chomish, what is Torah? So what's Torah? Torah is. So says the Ramban, what is Torah in truth? Just Sarufe Shemus, just one long stream of divine names. It's all Shemus Akdash. What's that? What's what are Shemus Akdash? What are divine names? Divine names are a way in which the Rabbanish Shloim is able to be Kiviachal captured. The Rabbanish Shloim is able to. The Rabbanish Shloim has chosen through his divine names to make himself known into the universe. That so we can say, we can say, this is the Rabbanish Shloim Elakus Elakim Adnai Havai and so on. All the Shemus Akdash. That's that's Kiviachal a way of. Of being able to, that's the way the Rabbanu Shalom manifests. It's the way he brings himself into reality. That's called Shemus Akdashim. If, if all of reality, Emes, all of experience is what? It's really a materialization, a, physic, a physical expression of Torah. And Torah itself, in its, in its essence, in its most pure state, is what? Is Sirufi Shemesh Akadosh Baruch Hu, is just divine names. Then really, what are we experiencing throughout life? Just, what's the Rashis? What's the Chachma of all things? Well, the racious and the chachm of all things is elikus, is tyra, is shemus akdashim. It's divine names. It's divine names. That's all we're experiencing. We're just bumping into their banishlam. That's all we're doing. So th- this is what it means that a yid has to be mistakel. That, that was the last one, right? Tzarchtam listakel ba'seichel shekol davar to contemplate and to be mikashi yourself to the seichel of all things. On the highest level, on the most, um, I'm going to say highest, but uh, the most direct and um, Sophisticated level, it means literally to 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 realize that behind all things is Mama Shemus Akdash. Now let me let me give a little bit of a breakdown how that works, right? Because you have so there, there's such an idea. It's, it's gonna, I don't have time to go into this so much. We'll, we'll go into this more next week. But Tyre is it's everything starts off. You know what's what's amazing about the olive base? So everything's out, right? Shemus Hakdashim are made of the olive base, right? Yud Kei Vav Kei, Aleph Dal Nun right? It's, it's, it's the letters of the olive base. What's amazing about the olive base is is that the nature of the olive base is that every letter is really connected to other letters, and it's made of other letters, right? An olive is a Yud Vav and an olive. There's all different ways how to you know maybe there's all different ways how to how to make them. There's no such thing as a letter that's just a letter. Like in English, it's not like that, right? Like an A is an A. Finished. An A is not a C. But by the Aleph base, it's not like that. There's, there's, a, there's a whole avoida, and it's gematrism, of tzirufe oisius. That when you have one letter, you could, permu, perm, you, could, you could manipulate it to become other letters, in other words. The way to think of it is like this, you know, when, when Hashem said, yihi, or let there be light. So the way, this is what, you take a look at Shari Chavamuna, again, I might not be 100% clear, and Bez Hashem, next week we'll, we'll have enough time to expand this properly. But this is the way it works. The Rabbanu Shalom, 
everything, everything is created by letters. Again, that's the point. Everything is created from Aleph Beis. Aleph Beis is, is where everything comes from. So in the, the light, the photon molecules that we're experiencing by being able to see things. So where did that come from? What is that? So there's a physicality. It's photon. It's, 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 a, physical, it's a physical matter. But again, where is that coming from? The stock of Baraisa Bar Alma. So the answer is, the Rabbani Shalom said, Yehi are. Those letters, Yud, Hey Yud, Yehi, are, Aleph, Vav, Reish, those letters are behind the scenes of every photon molecule. But those letters themselves of Yud, Hey Yud, Aleph, Vav, Reish, not only are they recorded in Tyra, but those letters them, themselves can be manipulated to go back to Yud, Ke, And this is a major Indian by the Mekubalim, is that to take words, to take Hebrew words, which are, you know, I don't know, whatever, he are, or the word shulchan, achveis, the table, achveis. You take, you take, you, whatever you experience, this is the, 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 there's layers to it. What you experience first is just something physical. But really, behind the scenes of that, what's enlivening that are aleph base, are letters from Isabracious. He are, Tache Haaretz, Nasa Adam, those letters, that's, what the, that's the beginning of Shari Yichva the Baltani quotes in the Baal Shem Tev, that it says in Pasuk, L'aylam Hashem Dvarchanitza B'Shemayim, that Rabbanish L'aylam, your words that you said by Sheshus Mebreshus, they're always standing in heaven. It's not the Peshat that Hashem created photon molecules, E-E-R, and then now photon molecules just exist. Every single second, the exi- photon molecules are the physical materialization of what? Of the letters Yud Hey Yud Aleph Vav Resh Yehi Ar, and those letters themselves Yud Hey Yud Aleph Vav Resh, in Pnimius are connected to Torah, which means they themselves can be remanipulated and brought back into Shemus Akdash. And this is, by the way, how you know Tzadikim that they're able to be you know back in the older generations, you know whatever, whatever they could be Pile Yeshuas and Mamish make Nisim, Mamish Nisim Gui. How do you make Nisim Gui? The way to make a Nisim. How do you get a table to levitate? I don't know, I've never seen it. But if, uh, theoretically, like a Navi can make a table out of the how. So the Navi was able to be mizdabic to, 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 to actualize this truth, that the physical table is very, very nice. But really what the table is, is are the letters Shin, Vav, Lamed, Ches, uh, ches Nun. That, that's, that's, what it, that's the mitzvah of this table. And what he would have to do is take those letters, work them back to Sheshis and Where in Sheshis and do we have those letters in Torah of of a shulchan, obviously there's no, you know, not one of the ten utterances was uh, let there be a table, but it's somehow contained in that parsha. And then when you when you have that, then you are able to then take those same letters and bring it back to elikos and bring it back to shemus akdoshim. And once you've returned it to its root of elikos, so anything's possible now. Now it's not stuck; it's not rigid anymore. It's connected to its ratios. It's connected to its origin point. And so this is the most sophisticated, I mean, that's a very sophisticated way of, of identifying and realizing that everything ultimately is really just physical, like, just, just shameless like that. It's just, it's just the Rabbani Shalom. That's, it's really what it is. It's just bumping into God and experiencing His shameless all the time. That's really, that's really all it is. This is the idea of the letter Ches. It's the idea of the letter Ches. Now again, Rabbi Nachman is then going to go on to say into the next, next paragraph, which we'll see next week, which is like, uh, well, how does that help uh, the average year? This is not, uh, it's not so simple to do. So Rabbi Nachman gives us an eight, so with the letter Nun, and so on to be able to, to get into that, into that place. But you see already, this Indian, it's all letters. It's all letters. It's all realizing that everything we experience is Be'etzim letters. And every letter that we experience, Be'etzim is, is Shemus Akdashim. It, the whole, again, it's going back to the same thing, which is the Indian of something which is like mom is secondary. Shame, letters, what are letters? Letters like when you're pre-winning, you're on the alphabet, you move on. 
No, no, no. But Evan Moss Abaynim, Heisler Reishpina, the cornerstone. Amish is the cornerstone. It's, 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 Isis is, is the whole, is the whole Zach. To be of that. And to, again, the, I guess, I guess we'll see Bezer Shem next week, the avoid of this. But to realize that Mamish, what we're experiencing through a life is not a, there's nothing that's a mikra, there's nothing that's coincidental, there's nothing that's secondary. It's all Mamish, the Rabbanish, the Mamish, Kipshutai. Recapture yourself to that. That'll be, uh, the letter Ches of recapturing our Okay, I should buy.